have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches his microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Welcome to Strike Point. Uh, once again, we are live, and my name is Mikkel de Mipsvensen, and with me I have Christian Mahaugsen from Iceland. Woo-hoo. How are you, Christian? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Uh, I, I always forget to ask the evil laughter in the presentation. <laughs> is that you? No, I think it's Brasco. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave. Yeah, it's just, Dave. I, I, I always forget to ask. So, okay, let's just, uh, from now on, it's just Brasco. I, but I kind of like thought it was you. <laughs> no, I'm not evil. Brasco is the evil one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, Christian, we... Um, are finally back from Iran. We had a wonderful time down there, and uh, I think it must be the first time ever on Webmaster Radio that there was a broadcast from within Iran. Uh, and actually, it was not. It was not. It was not only from within Iran. It was actually it was made. Above. It was above Iran uh, because <laughs> because we actually recorded it in a flight. In a yeah. flight uh, from Tehran to a city called Mashhad, yeah. um, in the north uh, east of of of, of Iran, um, if you didn't listen to that show, it's a little bit shorter because I actually recorded three segments. So usually we do three segments of about fifteen minutes, and there's some commercials in between. I did record three segments, but. <laughs> The internet connection in Iran is, to say the least, very, very limited. Um, so I had my problem. First, I was trying to email the compressed MP3 files to the studio in Miami. It didn't succeed. Actually, after after trying to do that a couple of times, uh, I was in a hotel in Mashhad, and they blocked my internet connection because I exceeded my limit. <laughs> so I had to call and, and get some more. Uh, uh, and, and, and still, I couldn't get it through with the email, so I put it in my Dropbox. And uh, before um, the show had to go live, before Brasco had to, um, to edit the show, he only got two of the segments, so he didn't get the last segment. But he did get the two most important ones, which was an interview with uh, Hamid Sabitman from Caspit, um, who was organizing the wonderful event, EB Conference, that uh, me and Christian was invited to speak at, together with um, Bass, uh, that you probably all know from State of Search, and Marvin Liao, um, who's a business uh, developer and, and really interesting uh, person from, from, from the U.S., originally from Canada. So the four of us was down there acting like rock stars in Iran. It was, it was a, a very, very exciting event. And actually... A, a very very good uh, conference, even you know, compared to all the other conferences we go to internationally. Of course, this is probably not the event that that most people from 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 Europe and and, and the US will go to, just because it's it's very difficult to go there. But if you ever have the chance, uh, you should definitely you should definitely join it. Um, it was a really really good event, and of course, it was a, a, a tremendous uh, uh, experience. Uh, it was my first time in Iran. Uh, I know that you you were there last year as well, Christian. So um, yeah, yeah. it was your second time, but still, um, I think it's 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 such a different country but um such an amazingly uh, uh, nice uh, people um right, yeah. so so and, um, and what, but i can tell you this uh that uh, 
there's a conference in 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 uh, Istanbul in in uh, uh, in, in in November ah. called called Webit. Yeah. And uh, uh, and uh, Plamen Rushev, guy that owns that conference, he's a Bulgarian. Uh, he is actually gonna uh, give uh, to sample members and sample members to be free silver tickets. The only thing that they have to do is to contact me, and I will get them the tickets. So uh, if there's anybody in Turkey or, or wants to go to Turkey in November, then just ping me, and 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 I'll I'll I'll, I'll be happy to give tickets while they last. So but we actually have. Uh, through Sembo, Search Engine Marketing Professional Organization, a lot of tickets uh, that we can play with. Uh, uh, so it's good stuff. But, That's interesting. But, but, but uh, Hamid from Iran is going to fly over and catch up with us there. That sounds good. Yeah, I, sounds should, good. I should maybe go there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good conference. Uh, and, yeah. And, and, yeah. And of course, uh, Turkey is. Um, it's a lot easier for most uh, citizens to go to. There's not yeah. the same kind of visa restrictions and and oh. and, risk and um, sanctions and and all that kind of stuff. Of they're course, now part of Schengen. They're part of yeah. Schengen. Yeah. Yeah. So so everything, at least being being European, um, yeah, is, is should be much easier. And I think even for Americans, it should be easier to get to Turkey than it is to go to Iran. So so, uh, so what, what what so just going diving back to the uh, to some stuff in relation to uh, what's been happening over the past week. What, what's up with being in the details? The four ways not to do link building: the 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 blind requests, blog form comments, link injection, and guest blocking. Duh, we knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think th- I thought everybody like this is like yesterday's news. So Bing is actually asking people to do this now. Ah, okay. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I think there's coming. There's a lot of uh, not news coming out of of the search engine uh, regarding link building these days. Um, and, and I don't know if it's just if it's a, if it's a. a Question of a confusion uh, strategy or, or a scarcity strategy or what it is, yeah. but it, it it doesn't make so much sense to um, to the one of us that have, have, have been doing this this for many years. Um, it's I think it's a mixed mixture of, of missed mixed message strategy mm. and and scare tactics mm. that then that, that then play a role in people. I'm literally sitting on meetings with people that are trying to invent their way of talking about link building. Uh, and I, I love talking to organizations like, like now, some of them are actually massive organizations where they're explaining the way that they want to do link building. Uh, and, 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 and it's like, eh, okay, uh, yeah, but maybe are you overcomplexing it? Is it too, getting too, too, be too complex? Uh, so it's, it's, it's often, I, I find it to be quite strange, but it's their money, so we do what they ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what you do when you're that's in consulting you business. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of lead me into a, a story that that, that came out this uh, this past week about uh, that you shouldn't always trust uh, the engines. Uh, I've been saying this uh, for the past fifteen years, and, and there was just another good example <laughs> here because I was there was uh, as some of you may know. I, I hope. All of you that are listening to this program already have uh, every single of your website registered with Google Webmaster Tools. If you don't, you should definitely do that. It's a free tool and you get a lot of valuable information there. Yeah. Uh, but you shouldn't always trust it. There's been numerous examples of why you shouldn't trust it, but this just came out this week. Some of you may have seen or heard about, or maybe you even got it, 
uh, an unnatural link warning. This is something that Google have been doing for quite a while now. And it's not consistent, so you cannot be sure that they will give you this warning if they identify what they call unnatural links, so in other, in other words, link spam of some kind. Uh, but sometimes they do issue these warnings, and they don't give you exact information about all the links that they have found that they find to be unnatural. Uh, but this essence of this message is that they want you to stop doing that, and they want you to maybe remove some of those links. And sometimes they give you a few samples of links that is within the, the, the set of links that they find unnatural. So the funny thing that, that uh, appeared this, uh, this week was a website that got an unnatural link warning, which included as a, 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 one of the examples of a link, a link from Demos, the yeah. director project, <laughs> which, is, uh, which is not only one of the, 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 the best or original quality directories, but also, if some of you remember, was actually the directory in Google. It was actually the directory that was featured in Google, and and it was also in the beginning of of, of crawling of the web. Um, Demos was part of the seeding that Google was using. So in other words, they started out with all the websites in Demos and then they crawled the web from there, mm-hmm. you know, so they had a seeding point. So but they also, so, Michael, Mich- they also used to have Demos as a, as a directory yeah. hosted within Google. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, Demos is an open source directory, so Google used it as, the. I think they also called it Google Open Directory or something. You know, they 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 relabeled it, which is totally legitimate within the the, the license terms of, of of Demos. Anybody, by the way, can still go to Demos, download the full database, and publish that on their website or part of it on their website, as long as they follow the the terms of the license agreement uh, respecting that. Um, so, of course. Uh, it, 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 it was wrong. I mean, the example, and Google came out afterwards and said that the example link from Demos um, uh, uh, was was a mistake. You know, it shouldn't have been labeled as an unnatural link. Um, but the thing is, if you're just a, a, like a normal webmaster that are not part of the SEO communities that don't know how to communicate yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, through through the forums with Google and things, you you may take this literally. So, so this is just another good example of why you should never just accept any kind of, of information you get from the search engine. Sometimes it may be correct, you know, but sometimes it's not. So you've got to use better judgment. You've got to use your own logics and you've got to consult with people who, who knows better than, than you do if you, if you don't know yourself. Um, so it was just a funny example because let's just put this straight. A link from Demos is not an unnatural link. <laughs> They actually, use, they, I think they still have quite a good set of of, uh, of editors that that actually help make it still one of the best sources of websites that you can find. It's it's very in my experience it's it's, it's very diverse. You know, uh, in, in some in some regions, in some countries, in some uh, uh, segments of, of 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 the directory, the quality is good. I totally agree with you about that. But in other in other regions and other segments, it's not good. Uh, I have I have had to deal with with with, um, with clients that were trying to get into uh, a certain uh, section of of Demos, and it was very apparent that the editor there, he was a competitor, and the only reason he was an editor was to keep everybody out. Um, and and they tried and they tried and they tried to go higher up in the in the chain, go to the meta editors, and nothing happened. You know, and it was like trying for months and years, and so. There's, there's sections of, of, of Demos that, that are, are 
definitely not working. But then, as you say, there are sections of it that are really good, but it's just more segmented. Um, I, I have I have actually no idea what the what the current status of of and priorities of of, of Demos is today. Um, but I mean, in general, the whole age of directories have kind of faded away a little bit. Um, I mean, it, it, directories used to play a huge role in in information retrieval in in, in search, uh, but that was back when crawling crawler-based uh, uh, search engines was just not up to speed. They were not they were not very big. The indexes was not so big. So the difference between a big directory and a big search index was not that big, and and um, and the quality was much better in the directories. But today, I mean, we all know the qualities of, of, of crawler-based searches is, is improved so much that uh, I think the age of directories have, have you know, passed away <laughs> in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 it's still it, it's still a rich part of the industry that we are in. So we shouldn't forget that. Yeah, yeah, and definitely just to make it clear, you should not be afraid of, of getting a link from Demos. You should not be afraid in general getting links from, from quality directories. There are still a handful, there's still a good handful mm-hmm. of good uh, quality directories out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Yahoo is still a, a quality directory, best of the web, and there's a, a few. Actually, there's a, there's a, it, it depends very much from region to region. There, there's some global uh, directories that, that, um, that, that are still quality. And then, then, for every country, there's there's a there's a, 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 a handful of, of directories. We have you know maybe you know, I don't know five or ten directories in Denmark that you could call quality directories because they're basically being being edited as a, as a, from a quality point of view. So so you don't get in there with a website that's not a good website, and then they do actually keep a high quality, and they even have more in in, in Sweden and Norway. Uh, so but look into if you if you want to get get links from directories, uh, make sure that you you. Um, you analyze, uh, or, or, you know, do a quality assessment of, of, of directories before you waste any time mm-hmm. of it or money. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, just um, a quick note on that. Um, there's um, the, the the U.S. Search Awards coming up. I know so little about that, but maybe you can tell us a little bit, Christian, because I know that you know a little bit more about. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been involved with the European Search Awards for a while and, and the U.K. Search Awards. So this is uh, an event that was recently rolled out out of Manchester. Uh, there's a company there that that uh, decided to uh, go with this, and it's actually been quite successful here, and it's been rolled out for the first time. Uh, in the U.S., it's going to be held uh, in junction with PubCon uh, in uh, somewhere in uh, 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 October, I think. Mm. I mean, yeah. So, so it's going to be good fun, and there are actually quite good judges there. Uh, uh, there are people like Chris Box, who's with me on the on the uh, board of directors for Sembo, yep. Mel Car- Carson, Bruce Clay, uh, Brian Eisenberg, Jeffrey Eisenberg, Dwayne Forrester, uh, Danny Goodwin, and a lot of nice people that actually are. Uh, 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 that are uh, uh, in there, Aaron Wall and Kennedy, uh, which are going to be the judges for uh, the upcoming award. So it, it, this is the first. I think what we've been missing is actually uh, in this industry that we're in, uh, the agencies have been quite, the traditional agencies have been quite uh, uh, good in awarding themselves with all kinds of awards for creativeness and stuff like that. But I think search has been missing out there. So I think it's actually quite good. I and mean, we should support it. The, the, I always had, 
I always had because there's always uh, there's also been a few uh, uh, or actually one award uh, uh, marketing award in, in in Denmark that that at one point included search. I always had kind of mixed feelings with it because I, I you know in in general you could say that that there's a lot of there's a lot of search marketing activities that would be perfect to um, to talk about in public and and would mm-hmm. be perfect to give awards, but there's also a lot, and and especially you know over the time I've been working with no, I mean, not only things that are blatantly violating uh, guidelines uh, of the search engines, but also I have worked with, with with clients in very competitive industries where you can gain an unfair advantage by coming up with some obscurely creative ideas and I'm not talking about something that's illegal not even talking about something that would be labeled black hat or, or violating <laughs> but just really really cool and 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 creative ways of 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 tapping into the search market <laughs> I do not what? want my competitors to know about that oh yes true yes true and and, and 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 so so I have mixed feelings about about these kind of awards because contrary to uh, awards for for best TV advertisement or, or best billboard advertisement and things like that. It's always in retros- retrospect, so it's always an award that you give to a campaign that have ended, that is not running anymore. But the thing about search marketing is that it is, it's a constant process. So when you give out these awards, you give it to to campaigns that are still running, in most cases. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so and and giving the award could undermine the campaign. And I have a problem with that. So, so, and also, when I look at uh, the awards, I kind of laugh sometimes because they give awards, not, not this particular one because I don't, as I said, know much about that, but other search awards I've seen, then they end up giving an award to what I would call a mediocre uh, uh, campaign, you know, where you look at it and say, okay, they did a decent job. But then I look around and say, okay, you didn't even consider this hardcore affiliate guy that is just doing a million times better than any of you. You didn't give this guy an award, but he's actually much, much better at this than any of you guys, and he <laughs> so didn't I, get an award. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> I, I get that, Michael, but he didn't actually submit to the awards. No, of course not. But then the award is not actually <laughs> being given to the most powerful or, or most creative or most effective search marketing campaign it's yeah. been giving to the one of my friends that by accident submitted you know it's, it's so it, it becomes a little bit ridiculous in my mind but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I can tell you this so you're saying that what was it John Bukaki should have been submitted to it and that that, that particular campaign could have won because it was clever and they racked for John Bukaki maybe you know, but it's just I'm just saying that that um, the nature of awards is that it's a it's a it's a it's a close uh, cl- it's a it's a little bit it's a little club. You know, it's it it the the, the awards. I think the the problem I have is that the awards are promoting themselves as being the award for the best search campaign, which is really not. It's the award for the best of the ones that submitted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is and, something and, and, very different. And, and that's just how it is. I mean, all awards are like that. I mean, you don't win if yeah. you don't submit, and you, you don't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. So, I mean, you, you could have won. I mean, you had the numbers, but you didn't want to tell anybody because then somebody else would have could have bought the numbers and just I don't know. Is it? it, uh, it, it you, 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 yeah. your your argument has some merit. I I, I, I buy it. Yeah. But I still, I, but I still, I still think we should be developing this in in some some way that it inspires. Uh, 
new people to come into the industry and shows results and all that. So I, I think I think yeah, and I, and, I, and, I, and I do acknowledge that, and I do acknowledge the fact, as you point out, that that um, other parts of the marketing industry have been very well in promoting their industry, and and you probably need something like this to promote the industry. And and the more we can promote the industry, the more people realize how important search marketing is, and the more clients you and I are going to get. So I, yeah. I, I do recognize <laughs> that it's a, a value in it. So, but I'm it's just you all know, about us in the end, Michael. Me and you. <laughs> Getting some money out of it. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we need to take a short break because we do no, need. No, no, no. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a drink anyway. So uh, we need to present our sponsors, the ones that are keeping this show uh, live and free. So uh, please stay with us. We will be back in a couple of minutes. See you. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on Earth. The WordPress Community Podcast, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point. Once again, we are live, and you're listening to Miguel de Mipswensen and Christian Mahaugson. We were just bashing Google a little bit before um, from the, uh, well, the, the wrong 
unnatural link warning that um, they sometimes uh, give out. Um, so I think uh, we should probably also mention that they're actually doing something good with Webmaster Tools. Actually, in, in general, Webmaster Tools is, is really good. But we just uh, received news uh, this week that um, up until now, uh, Google have only been giving us 90 days worth of top search queries in Webmaster Tools, and they're expanding now uh, to uh, one year, uh, which is really good. Um, I know that you have uh, you have been using it uh, um, that data a lot and, and 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 combining it with other data, Christian. Yeah, I, I, I when uh, uh, Google took out the way that uh, uh, they show position based upon keywords and actually hide the keywords that are being that are returning traffic uh, we started searching for possible uh, ways to uh, identify firstly firstly the keyword but secondly the actual position and uh, we developed uh, a tool out of another tool that then we cross-reference with uh, Google Webmaster Tools to actually see the actual data so we can see much better where things stand and, and, and so on. So, it's, it, so it's, it's a really cool tool. And they, 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 it's not long ago since, since they rolled, rolled it out from being one month back in time to uh, three months, but now going 12 months, which is fantastic. And then uh, I don't have to be so stressed to take uh, uh, screenshots and backup stuff. Yeah. I still think, uh, and, and we, we, we um, uh, um, a few months ago, uh, me and Andy, um, the second uh, co-host on um, StrikePoint, uh, who will be here next week, hopefully, uh, we discussed the, the, the limitations of, or, or how I said, you know, that it, you should, I've seen examples of where the data in, um, the, the, the search query data in Webmaster Tools is not accurate. And, and there's a lot of logical explanation, explanations for that. But again, as with any data of that kind, where you don't have a way of validating the data, which we don't, I mean, we can get the data from Google and we can look at it and we have to accept it or not. Uh, you have to use your best judgments to, to validate it because I've, just as an example, uh, I use that when we, when we talk with, with, with Andy about it. I've seen examples from, from small markets like the Danish market where uh, due to the nature of the samples that they provide, it's sometimes very obscure. Like, I get reported that I get a certain amount of traffic for a keyword, and uh, the fact is that even even though we are not getting full data in, in in our analytics, I get a lot more data for that. Or another example is I just saw that recently um, Google reported a particular keyword as being with an average position of, I think it was 65 or something. So, I mean, <laughs> page six or seven or something. And they reported it with a click-through rate of 70% or something like that. Uh, you don't get a 70% click-through rate if you're on page six, you know. <laughs> I, so, so again, with, with, with that kind of data where you, where you cannot validate um, data, the only thing you can do is really to use your best judgment. And as you... Uh, pointing out, Christian, cross-referencing it uh, with other data, um, and then you know it can either be verified that way or not. Are you still Absolutely. with us, Christian? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just reading. There's some tweet tweets coming back to me here. So, uh, so firstly, yeah, I totally agree with you, and 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 all the data that we get out of Google Analytics and 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 and, and Google Webmaster Tools. 
uh, and actually Google the the the, the uh, Google SEM tool or, or the AdWords and this is all reference data. This is all like uh, uh, it's, it's it's a benchmark. It's it's a it's a normalization of of, of a much much bigger a much much bigger uh, cake. So you're only seeing uh, a small fraction of a of a bite of a cake, and 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 that uh, bite might not necessarily give you the full picture. So you need to be careful with the way that you judge that and never take it uh, take it 100 uh, percent or literal. literal, literal. So two things. Uh, I've been asked on on Twitter if uh, if I can tell the conference in Istanbul. So it's called Web It Conference, a Congress. So if you Google Web It, uh, W E B I T Congress, you'll find it. It's in Istanbul. Uh, and then uh, uh, secondly, uh, because we are talking about uh, Google Webmaster Tools, uh, so Vanessa Fox is actually coming to Iceland to have a I think seven hour seminar. Uh, about Google Webmaster Tools and and, and, and and the technical SEO and stuff, and and so so that's going to be a treat. I think the ticket for seven hours uh, with her is roughly around uh, three hundred dollars, which is a bargain, I think. Yeah, that is definitely a bargain. And for anybody who doesn't know uh, Vanessa Fox, um, Vanessa used to work with uh, the Google Webmaster Tools team. So she, more than anybody uh, from the outside, knows uh, uh, all about that. Mm-hmm. And and as we were just talking about a little bit before the, the, the show today, uh, uh, Vanessa is one of the few, we could, I would love that with more, but she's actually one of the few uh, uh, women in search that are, are very technical. Uh, it, even though we have much more women in uh, in, in, in SEO and uh, uh, search marketing in general than we than we ever had before, there seems to be a tendency that that most of the women are on the what say more soft side of it, the editorial part of it, the strategy part of it, and not so much on the technical side of it, which has always baffled me because I don't see any reason why why women should not be very good on the technical side because I mean they're they're, they're you know the women I know are very intelligent and very creative. So I don't, I don't, I don't know why it is that way, but it is that way. But Vanessa is a very good example uh, of the fact that, of course, women can be very technical. So definitely, if you um, have any chance to get around Iceland at that time, you should you should do that. Also, Vanessa have written tons of articles. She written at least one book. I can't remember if she she wrote more than one book, but uh, she gave me the, the the last book she she wrote, uh, which is excellent. Um, so go and go and check out some of her stuff. Uh, she have a blog and she so, post. So actually, uh, so Michael, our friend Bas van der Belt is listening, and he says to me, Christian, I think actually Vanessa actually initiated Webmaster Tools. So, so. so <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember exactly uh, how 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 do I, I, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure about that because I have I have met up in the early days of the webmaster tools I have met up with uh, with uh, people from that and and she wasn't part of part of that meeting uh, that of course could just be because she wasn't part of the meeting but I'm I'm I'm, I'm not sure about that best could be right um, but. Anyway, she did. She did use to put a lot of, of work into webmaster tools yeah. in the early days, and 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 she definitely knows uh, tons about it. And of course, uh, I would assume that she still have have really good uh, references and, and, and friends uh, within Google. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, she knows she knows uh, a lot about it. How is your singing voice? My singing voice? Yeah. <laughs> it's not good enough to sing on webmaster radio. <laughs> no, I'm thinking that Google just had this 15. 15-year-old, 15th birthday this weekend, so we should maybe sing for Google. <laughs> what, what, what I'm going to do is like, what I'm going to do is like, I, I'm going to tell the audience uh, is that we should sing for Google, but in our minds, 
I'm going to count to five. Even if we continue talking, everybody should sing happy birthday, Google. Uh, 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 so we, we will have a, like a collective uh, but silent singing for Google. <laughs> but you, One, but you, sing, you sing so well, Christian, that you, can, you, you okay, should be able to lead that. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. Are you ready? Yeah. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday, dear Google. Happy birthday. I don't think we're in sync in, in Tuscan. No. But it's probably sounds terrible out there. Happy birthday. Happy birthday anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking about Webmaster Tools, another thing that actually is a, <laughs> is a very common uh, question that I get from, um, from clients and, and uh, people that attend my, my, my training sessions is that they, they, they get these warnings from Google that there may be uh, a lot of pages that Google can't fetch or they get a lot of, of, of four falls or they get a lot of uh, 500 errors, you know, and gen the general error uh, reporting that you get from Google, which is great, by the way. So you can, you can, you can, you know, maybe it's something, maybe an error on your website you didn't notice, maybe an obscure part of your website that you didn't see or something. And, and it's great to, um, to get these warnings from Google so you can go and fix it. Now, the problem is that you go and fix it uh, and then Google keeps the, the errors and they keep reporting these errors to you um, and then and, and, and my client can say, oh, but what, can, what, what is wrong because we fixed it and Google keeps saying that we have these errors and then when we click on the link and we go to the site, that doesn't seem to be any error. And uh, what I found out is that it just takes a long time for Google to remove those warnings. I don't know why. Uh, this is definitely one of the things that 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 Google could improve with Webmaster Tools, because it's 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 generating a lot of frustrations with people that are not so you know advanced with SEO because they they get afraid you know what is wrong why do we keep these errors so I don't know how how often you experience that but I, I've seen that a lot. Um, I've just learned to work around Google's faults. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I have learned from my wife, who is my mentor, is that if she can work with me past my faults, I must be able to work with Google <laughs> looking past their faults. So, That's a good so, analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I must, I must say, um, knowing, knowing your, well, your wife pretty well, she, she's, she's very outstanding. So, um, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we, uh, we, we can't expect everybody to be like her. So. <laughs> anyway, um, just want to, um, to emphasize that everybody should be using uh, Google Web Browser tools, but just keep in mind that it's only signals, it's only indicators that there might be something that you want to look into. Don't don't take it for the final word. You should always look into the information that you get from Google. Having said that, uh, we need to take a short break. And right after the break, we are going to talk uh, a little bit about um, mobile SEO. I know that we announced this a few times before in the show, but this time we will. Uh, there's a special reason actually why we want to do it today. Um, so please stay with us, um, say hi to our sponsors, and uh, we will uh, be back in just a minute. Sit tight and don't move. 
Strike Point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. The largest event in digital marketing, AdTech New York 2013, returns to the Javits Center in New York City, November 6th and 7th. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get 20% off registration by using promo code NY13WMR20. Meet over 9,000 marketing and technology professionals from all over the world. Experience two action-packed days with keynotes, education led by digital marketing's best and brightest, hundreds of leading-edge suppliers, non-stop networking, and so much more. Plus, AdTech New York 2013 will again feature the Startup Spotlight series, featuring startups with promising services and technologies for brands and marketers in the digital space vying for the coveted AdTech Innovation Award. Register right now for AdTech New York 2013 by going to na.adtech.com/ny or click on the banners on the webmasterradio.fm website for 20% off your conference pass. That's na.adtech.com/ny. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the State of Search. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. State of Search. On demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point, the final segment today of our live show. You're listening to Mikkel Demip Svensson, and with me I have Christian Mahaugsson from Iceland. Um, we promised you that we would talk a little bit about mobile search. Um, the reason we want to bring it up today is because uh, the second co-host of, um, of StrikePoint, uh, Andy Atkins uh, Kruger, and his company WebSurgeon have just released a very interesting report, the WebSurgeon Global Mobile Report 2013. If you go to internationaldigitalhub.com, internationaldigitalhub.com, you can download this uh, 46-page PDF for free. You just have to give up your email and, and name probably so they can spam you with stuff now. I'm sure that they will respect your privacy okay. and stuff, but you should uh, definitely go there. Um, I had the time to read uh, most of it. Very, very interesting uh, report that uh, WebCertain, for, for those of you that don't know it, ha- have a focus on international uh, search marketing, so they are very focused on all the 
all the markets that most of us don't know anything about. Um, so this report, of course, have a lot of focus on how uh, the mobile market um, is uh, developing in, in all the different uh, countries, which is very different. They also look into the different uh, players uh, in the market. So um, how, how of course, as, as a lot of you probably know, that, that Google's uh, mobile uh, Android have, um, have gained an in increasing... Uh, share of the market and uh, are actually growing more than, than anybody else. Um, on the other hand, we have uh, Nokia with Symbian uh, OS that have, have vanished to, to almost nothing. It's uh, now less than, than 1% of the market. And uh, and uh, Apple's iPhone still have a, a big chunk of the market, of course, but a kind of struggling a little bit especially in, 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 in Europe uh, because of course of, of, um, of, uh, of Google's Android's uh, success so so that's one one um, uh, one, one, one part of part of it um, another another part of the report uh, goes into all the different um, uh, uh, regional uh, markets which is uh, very very interesting to see uh, how how different uh, different markets are, are using mobile. The fact is that that in our part of the world, we have gone, gone we have been going from from uh, dial-ups uh, to broadband, and then finally to to mobile. But a lot of a lot of uh, emerging markets, uh, like uh, some of the Asian and and, and markets in, in in Africa, are actually jumping that. Uh, they 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 have never built the the broadband uh, wired uh, infrastructure, but instead are going directly to mobile. So in some of those markets, mobile is actually much uh, more uh, prominent than than it is now part of the world. But what it all comes down to, and I think anybody who have been been following their own uh, web analytics over the past years have noticed that an increasing amount of um, visitors are now coming in through uh, mobile. Uh, in in most of the the, the, the the companies that we are dealing with now across a broad spectrum of different uh, industries, we see from anywhere from from twenty to fifty percent of all traffic now uh, being mobile, and uh, in some cases it's even more. Uh, what we found is that with when it comes to newsletters, especially when it's it's B two C. One, one, some of the sites that we're working with, more than 90% of the newsletters are being opened on mobile devices. Mm -hmm. So if you do in your newsletter, which of course you should have and most often have, links to your website, then 90% or more of the click-throughs you get from that newsletter is going to be from people with mobile devices. And so it's so important now, more important than ever, that your website uh, resolves uh, to um, to mobile. And the last thing I want to say before turning the word over to, to Christian is that just recently, just before um, before this summer, Google announced something that I think most of us knew was going to happen sooner or later. The fact that Google now wants to filter a search result for mobile users so that websites that resolve in mobile will rank better than websites that doesn't. And it's so logical. I mean, Google knows if a website render well in a mobile, uh, on a mobile uh, uh, device, and, and they know if it doesn't. And it doesn't make any sense for them to send users to a website being on a mobile that doesn't render on a mobile. <laughs> so it's very mm -hmm. logical. So maybe, maybe your website 
have really good rankings when you go on your PC or Mac and search and you have great rankings and you think everybody, everything is fine, but then yeah. try and do a search on a mobile. If, yeah. your, if your site doesn't rent on mobile, it probably won't rank for shit. So, so this is, it's, it's more important than ever to get, get that fixed. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why Webmaster Tools is so important because you might see, and, and, and one of the reasons why you have to look past the data in Webmaster Tools is that, for example, Webmaster Tools shows you an average position. Like you have a keyword, you have an average position. You might actually have a really good position on, on desktop, Check. but really a shitty position on the mobile. But the average one reflects both. So if you have uh, 20% of searches roughly around that with that keyword, then, uh, uh, then uh, the, the actual data should be telling you something. If you know you're ranking well on organic, there's something wrong. So, so there's always looking past. Don't take the data literal. Just look at it and, and, and understand it and make sure that, 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 it, that, that, that you make the most of it by, by deep diving into it. What I, what, what I found interesting is that I, I've been doing conferences in strange locations. I've, I've been in Africa, and, we, and we, you and I went, we went to uh, Iran and Asia. And, 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 and the stranger the locations, uh, the more mobile usage. And, and I, I mean, if you noticed it in Iran, I mean, people had two phones, uh, uh, more or less. Uh, in, 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 uh, uh, in Nigeria, where I went, I actually saw people with two or three phones. And, and BlackBerry had a really high saturation there. So they were using BlackBerry a lot to get their emails and, and stuff like that. So, so depending on the markets, definitely. But, and, and, and if you look at my market, which is probably going to be similar to Norway, Denmark, and Sweden, you're going to see that the majority of those that have phones today and are older than 25 or 20, for that matter, are, are, are using smartphones. And, and, and the phone that I have now, holding here, I, I, I'm holding and watching it here, uh, uh, it is actually more powerful than my computer a couple hmm. of years back. Yeah, it is. Is that funny? But but this, I mean, this of course leads you into uh, the, the the question of how how do we optimize uh, our website for, for for mobile? And this is actually one of the, I would almost say rare occasions, but it's not that rare actually. But this is one of the occasions where the recommendations that, that I have, and I think that most of my colleagues have in this business, is exactly the same recommendations that Google have. So, so, for, so once, for once, the, the, the recommendations that Google give you uh, being a webmaster and the recommendations I yeah. give you being an SEO is exactly the same. Because basically, you could say there's at least three ways, maybe four ways, but there's at least three ways that you can make uh, your website accessible on mobile. One way is to have a mobile application. So, so you know, do, do a, an Android or iPhone uh, application. That's, that's a totally different uh, 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 entrance to your website. So, so you've got to, you know, build it ground up differently. You've got to maintain content uh, separately. And it, it, I wouldn't recommend going that way. Applications are good for application-like uh, uh, functions, but 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 applications, I, I wouldn't recommend that for for a regular type of website. Um, the 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 other way of doing it is to have a mobile version and a, and a desktop version of your website. So you've probably seen that a lot on uh, on websites where where mm -hmm. you you go to m dot domain dot com or mobile dot domain dot com. So you you in essence have two different websites with the same kind of content. That is not a very good strategy in my mind either. 
not from a from a from a content management point of view because well you've got to maintain it two places and and it's it's more difficult and also from an SEO point of view it's really difficult because uh, you gotta be very very careful that those two versions are not you know getting simultaneously indexed by both the web crawler and the mobile crawler in in in, in search engines and very often I mean you only have to make one little mistake and then all your indexing get messed up and I've seen that so many times. Yeah. So the final the final solution and this is a solution that Google recommends and this is also a solution that I recommend is um, what is called responsive web design uh, or you sometimes get see it referred to as RWD uh, responsive web design this is a, a, a technique that have been around for a few years but are really gaining momentum at the moment and and without getting getting into to, too much of the of the technical details it's basically a technique where your website will adapt itself to different screen resolutions dynamically so it doesn't load different spreadsheets it doesn't load different templates it doesn't redirect users to a different site but basically adapt to different screen resolutions the beauty the beauty of this solution because there is a variation of that solution a variation of solution where you detect the different mobile devices and then you serve up different uh, style sheets for the different devices but the problem with that solution is that just recently I, saw, I heard this number that there's actually on the it was on the UK market on the UK market there's actually more than 2000 different mobile devices that people are using it's not just iphone and and and, and samsung or you know that's and i and then i went right home and i checked uh, one of the one of the websites just one of the websites that that i'm managing in denmark and within just the span of one month there was visitors using 389 different mobile devices i'm like that's a lot of different devices if i if we had to make spreadsheets for all of them <laughs> that mm-hmm. would be a nightmare it's like some if you've been around the webmaster business long enough you remember the browser war you know when mm-hmm. there was like four or five different browsers it was a nightmare because we have to design websites so they worked in all these browsers this is like the the browser war times a hundred <laughs> so, but but the great thing with, with, with responsive web design is that you don't really have to care much about the different devices or operating systems you just have to to be focused about uh, screen resolutions um, mm-hmm. so it, it it's a wonderful technique it does, you know, for most programmers today, it does take a little more time to um, to program a responsive web design. There is a lot of really good code libraries for most of the websites that we are working on at the at the moment, uh, and my developers are working on. They're using a code library called um, Twitter Bootstrapping. Uh, there are other code libraries, but Twitter Bootstrapping is one of the more used. So it does help. It does make it a little faster, and 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 I would expect. You know, within the next few years, programmers are catching up to it and, and getting more used to it. So it will, you know, become faster to do. But I really, really recommend that you, um, if you're working on, on a new website, you should spend that extra resources and get it in a responsive web design now. Yeah, and, and, and what's also happening is that Google is working on a multi-platform experience. So what they what, what they what they are trying to do, and this is what Little Bird told me, is that 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 that, that if people are searching uh, uh, on one device. And then they move to another device. Let's say if they start searching on mobile, and then move to uh, uh, and then move to the desktop or tablet, the session continues. So 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 that that they're actually trying to uh, uh, make it so that even if the website is not 100% comp- compatible with uh, the tablet or, or the mobile, 
it will show the results because that's what you were used to when you searched in, 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 the, in the device where you started, your, where you initiated your search. But then when you move to the tablet, you're expecting the same or similar results, so they're actually working on this. Uh, and, and so, so, so there, are, there are a lot of changes happening, and, 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 and the, the industry is being invented as we go. So that was a very quick roundup on, on mobile. If you have any, any uh, specific questions about mobile you wanted to ask, uh, uh, you're welcome to submit your questions to, um, to Webmaster Radio. And also I want to point out that all the shows that we've been doing, including the very interesting uh, show from Iran, you should really listen to that because it's one in a lifetime, uh, you can listen <laughs> to all the old shows on webmasterradio.fm slash strikepoint. And it's strike hyphen point. Or you can just go to the front page of Webmaster Radio and FM and scroll yeah. down to the internet national shows. Uh, it should be there. Talking about that, um, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a guest on the show, Bas uh, van der Belt, uh, yeah. who have also been doing a show here on Webmaster Radio, um, and um, he will be with us. And uh, I have heard something interesting about that. There's something coming up on states of search. And I'm sorry, but I can't tell you so much about it. But I definitely recommend that you that you go to State of Search and follow what is going on there because it yeah. sounds like it's quite interesting. Yeah, but it is. Yeah. I'm, but I'm sure that Bass uh, will tell us a lot more about it uh, in the next uh, few weeks. Um, so I hope he will be there. Unfortunately, uh, one hour show is very short. Um, I think one hour like is actually. Yeah, it felt like two minutes. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will be live uh, next week again. And uh, with me, I will have uh, Andy Atkins. Um, so I look forward to seeing you all again. And um, please stay with us. We love you. Uh, please say hi to our sponsors and come back next week. Thank you. And Ooh. thank you, Christian, for being yeah, here. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.